Okay, people, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to town. Oh, my God! Would you please tell him that instead of presents this year, I just want my family back. Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? It must be magic. I must find some way to keep Christmas from coming. Nobody's walking out on this fun, old-fashioned family Christmas. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? True, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Seeing isn't believing. Believing is seeing. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. Welcome back, y'all. It's another year. Christmas is over. I'm Tom. I'm Julia. <laughs> I'm Anthony, and it's not another year yet. In a few days, it's another year. I reckon my year by Christmas. <laughs> We're the podcast that's dedicated to keeping the Christmas spirit alive 365 days a year. And if this is your first episode, this is how low energy Tom is all the time. <laughs> wow, Anthony, wow. Okay. If we weren't recording before Christmas, we would talk about how our Christmas was. So theoretically, how is your Christmas going to be? <laughs> well, it's going to be amazing. We may not be able to talk about actual Christmas, but we had a little mini Tis the Podcast Christmas tonight and open gifts we got each other, which is pretty awesome. It was awesome. My loop back did not work, so everybody got to hear my reactions to the gifts. <laughs> you want to replay? Tom gave amazing gifts and very nice cards. Anthony gave amazing gifts and very nice cards. And, and Julia, Julia gave, gave very nice gifts and amazing, <laughs> cards. amazing cards. It was a good Christmas. Y'all, it was I a good Tis the Podcast Christmas. Christmas. I have to tell y'all about a surprise that Christine did last weekend for me and Ellie. Well, we didn't know this, but we woke up Saturday to an elf day. There is Ooh, apparently, what's an elf day? I want one. <laughs> there is apparently elf cereal, which uh, we learned yep. has red 40 in it, so we will not be buying it again. But one time, figured it was okay. <laughs> uh, so we, had, we woke up and had elf cereal, and then we watched elf the, throughout the day. We had it on like while we were doing things. Uh, we had to fix Santa's sleigh, which was a project through Kiwi Crate that we do with Ellie. Mm. Uh, but it was for older kids. It was creating an animatronic Santa sleigh. So we had to fix the sleigh like Buddy did. And it ended up being a project where when you turn the crank, uh, Santa and the reindeer all move and look like they're flying over a city. That's, That's awesome. Cool. And we made gingerbread houses. And we mm. baked elf cookies. Ellie got a Buddy the, doll, Buddy the Elf doll. And when you pull the little string on his back like Woody, he says different things from the oh, movie. Oh, the one I posted on our group the other day, last week? Maybe. Does it have a creepy face that looks kind of gray and dead? It's literally yes. Will Ferrell's face. Yes. It is Will Ferrell. Yeah. But the color, <laughs> the color is really creepy. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Ellie got that. And so we had a whole day of elf activities. How That's fun is cool. that? Great job, Christine. It was awesome. I love that. And we ended the night watching Noel. I mean, you I might mean... have almost half an elf ripoff. Have you watched <laughs> Godmothered yet, Anthony? I love Godmothered, yes. I also love it. I do too. <laughs> it's on our schedule in the next year. I don't know why you hate Noel, but like Godmothered, it's because Godmothered wasn't a blatant ripoff. Yeah, it was. 
Uh, not of Elf. It was basically, blatant ripped off with other movies. She was basically Buddy the Elf. Raccoon it was and all. less Buddy the Elf than Noelle was. Somebody's phone is ringing. Yep, that's me. Sorry. Yeah, I can hear it ringing in the thing. Oh. Creates bad audio. Maybe we should Oh, master right. of audio. What <laughs> <laughs> you did it just waste 20 minutes of our time. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know the heartfelt and sincere gifts being exchanged. It was wasting time if you can't turn it into a publicity stunt, Anthony. <laughs> I'm just prepping Anthony. He's got a review to read later. <laughs> I'm so excited to read that review. <laughs> Uh, even though we don't agree with it. <laughs> <laughs> Openly. <laughs> Did y'all see... Um, I feel like I knew this before, so I may have came, come up when we talked the Santa Claus, but I came up again because Tim Allen just gave an interview. Did you see the original darker take on how Santa was supposed to yes! die in that movie? No! He was supposed He's to what? go outside and shoot him as like a home intruder. Yeah, like often. He was supposed to oh, like often. Man. Think about how much darker he, that makes the rest of the movie. And then really as he complained about it. And then as he was really dying does. on the ground, Santa took out the card and gave it to Tim Allen. <laughs> and Charlie oh, says, you so killed they Charlie said, you killed him. And Tim Allen was supposed to go, well, he shouldn't have been trusted. <laughs> and, and Tim Allen said he, the, the whole room was laughing when they were in the pitch meeting, because they're all comedians, but the Disney execs were like, uh, this isn't... <laughs> we're not, we not going to murder Santa on the uh, oh my Also, goodness. Although they also, probably would have gotten nice funding from the NRA. <laughs> <laughs> we never talked about it before, but I know Julia at least commented on Facebook about this. How awesome is that Xfinity commercial with Steve Carell as Santa Claus? It's so good. It's it so, so good. good. I need a Steve Carell Santa. I was now. kind of impressed with how well he pulled it off. He really pulled yep. it off. You know who else like doesn't pull it off, but I really love the commercial because it makes me laugh. John Travolta. Is John, John Travolta. Travolta as Santa. Like he is a horrible Santa, but like him, his camaraderie with Samuel Jackson, you know, which is why Pulp Fiction was so successful. I think mostly in part, um, is still there for that commercial. And it makes me laugh every time I see it. Okay, so I have a funny story to tell about our secret Santa at work. So our scrum team at work is called Scrumbledore's Army. And our whole year has been, yeah, has been Harry Potter themed. So all of our sprints and stuff are named after Harry Potter characters. So we had our secret Santa last week. And um, girl I work with organized the whole thing. She's an amazing BA and she's awesome and I love her. And she's also a Harry Potter fanatic. So she did the whole secret Santa thing in Slack where it just, you know, divvies them out for you. And she gave some instructions, right? Like, by the way, if you send your stuff through Amazon so that you do not open your packages early, put like um, secret Santa in the name, for instance, to Hermione Granger, secret Santa, right? Like an example name and then put secret Santa on it. And she didn't explain it like that though. She just said, example, Hermione Granger, secret Santa. Okay. Cause what we did is on Thursday, we have our virtual happy hour every other Thursday and we were all going to open them up and then who we thought gave them to us and all that stuff. So we get to Thursday and we open all of our presents and they're really awesome. And, um, 
we all say that who, who got who. And one of the people on our team who is not as familiar with Harry Potter was like, uh, yeah, I got flowers and I was about to take them to my neighbor's house because she just got engaged. But then I looked at the tag and it said like some funky name on it, like hair, my Eon Granger. <laughs> she said, so I definitely knew it was not, you know, it was not hers next door plus that secret Santa. So that's how she knew it was hers. And so the person that gave her those flowers, <laughs> she's like, uh, cause Sarah started laughing and Sarah's like, I didn't mean for you to actually put Hermione Granger secret Santa. You're supposed to just put like your person. So like, you know, John Smith, secret Santa, <laughs> just use <laughs> an, an example. And one of the girls on our, the other girl on our team that's not familiar with Harry Potter at all. She's like, Oh, I thought that was like Merry Christmas in a totally different language. Like Hermione Grangier. So now guys, Merry Hermione Grangier day. Merry Harry on Merry Harry Hermione Grangier day. <laughs> That should be, we need new <laughs> holidays, right? That should be the new one. We really do. So that was a delightful moment for me last week. Okay, I'm ready to talk poo. <laughs> yeah, you are. Okay, can we, can we put a moratorium on like the poo jokes tonight? I think we're going to have to, y'all. It's going to get, <laughs> yeah. otherwise this is going to descend into the toilet quickly. Tonight, we are discussing the 2002 Christmas classic, Winnie the Pooh. A very merry Pooh year. Now, for those of you who are unfamiliar, Winnie the Pooh is a fuzzy little cuddly bear all fluffed with stuff. <laughs> Absolutely iconic to my childhood. My childhood is not really uh, does not really exist outside of uh, you know a context of Winnie the Pooh. My first birthday was Winnie the Pooh. I love Winnie the Pooh. So we're basically also putting a moratorium on any negative talk tonight. <laughs> That's hard to this do when you talk about rabbit. But rabbit's a necessary, like he needs to be there, right? He adds, these, these, play, these characters all play off of each other so much. Um, he, yes, he's annoying, but it would not be the same if he weren't part of this story, right? Yes. So, <laughs> and this, so let's just go through this real quick. For this, I'll do a quick plot synopsis and then we'll go through the cast and characters the friends in the hundred acre wood are all excited to get their christmas letter to santa claus however Pooh forgets to put what he wants so they go and track down the letter send it off but fear it may not make it to santa claus so in a comedy of errors winnie the pooh tries to be santa claus and fulfill everybody's wish in a way that only Pooh can will christmas be saved by santa claus or will we all be sad on Christmas morning? That describes half of the special. The important half. I would agree with that. <laughs> uh, this movie, like I said, is from 2002. It is directed by Gary Katona, who really does not have a whole lot to his name. Uh, big stuff outside of like video games, shorts, He's definitely tied into the Disney universe, though, right? What are you laughing at? May I help you? I'm listening to you. I'm sorry. It was funny for a minute. Your entire body disappeared while you were laughing at me, and all that was there was your head on yours body. Well, I mean, we'll get to in histories, but Eeyore is my spirit. <laughs> Everybody loves Eeyore. 
<laughs> the first gift my nephew ever picked out for us was this little red ornament with you are sitting on top of it. Anyway. Oh. You've got to have some big Disney chops to get Winnie the Pooh right, I right. think. Especially in this kind of late 90s-ish animation, right, that kind of just peaked into the 2000s. Um, it feels very Disney to me. It does feel very just it, it does. It does. Ed Wexler also did this, was a director in this, who, again, is very tied to the Disney world and done a lot of animation, including worked on the animation for the 1978 animated Lord of the Rings. Oh, uh, and nice. then he's, he's done a lot of video shorts and things as a director for Disney as well. We have a few writers involved here. We have for the uh, Happy Poo Year was written by Brian Holfeld. Brian Holfeld has been a writer for other Pooh movies like Tigger and Pooh and the 100 Acre, 100 Acre Wood Haunt. He was a writer for the movie He Said, She Said, which ironically came up on an episode recently that I watched of Fresh Off the Boat. They were talking about the movie He Said, She Said, so that's a weird <laughs> connection. Uh, he was a writer for the Rocketeer TV series, Transformers, My Little Pony, Sunny Day, Lego Elves, um, the Pooh Heffalump movie, Pooh's Heffalump Halloween movie, My Friend Tigger and Pooh TV shorts. So he's had a, a little bit of experience with Pooh. A very merry Pooh year was Tin Hen Ted Henning, who is an actor and writer. He was in the 1971 movie, Blood of the Dragon. And other than that, the only stuff I really know him from, he did a role, he did a, a one-off on, you know, Northern Exposure, The Elvira Show, Babylon 5. Murder the Elvira Street, Show? Place, the Elvira Show. Oh, man, Elvira, what happened to her? In Living Color, A Winner Never Quits. But his writing roles are all for, uh, for basically for Winnie the Pooh. And Piglet, he was, did Piglet's movie as well. Carl Gers, another writer here. Again, he's really known for his Winnie the Pooh stuff. He did The New Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, Pooh's Grand Adventure. I love a lot of Pooh's stuff. Grand Adventure. I do too. He also wrote the um, Barney, A Very Merry Christmas, the movie, a bunch of other Barney stuff as well, but that was the important one, Barney and Friends. He did some writing for Goof Troop and the 1980 series, Dungeon and Dragons. Then the segment Winnie the Pooh and Christmas 2 was written by Mark Zaslov, who was a writer for Tailspin, a show that I know we all loved growing up. Ooh. Right? Bob the Builder, mm -hmm. Secret Show, Woody the Woodpecker, <laughs> All Dogs Go to Heaven. Oh, I love that one. Super Samurai, Cyber Squad, Bump in the Night, Tasmania, Bobby's World, Defenders of the Earth. The Adventures of Gummy Bears, DuckTales. So, guys got some, cred, some credit uh, in my eyes. He's got some street credit in my eyes. Mm -hmm. Jim Cummings was the voice of Winnie the Pooh and Tigger. He's really well known for that. He was also the voice Yo. of Razul in Aladdin. He also came up with the heart transplant, right? He did uh, the first artificial heart. There you go. I was, just just your trans I was trying to Not steal your thunder. Not just a heart transplant. He is the only, um, the only cartoon voice I know who has invented an artificial body part. And we've covered him. We did. That's right. We I did. I just can't remember what we covered him on, but that's where I first learned about the heart stuff. We covered him in I probably Mickey, Mickey's Once Upon Mickey's a Christmas. Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas. Yep. That's it. That's the so one. Peter Cullen is the voice of Eeyore. Thanks for noticing me. 
Oh. He is the voice of Optimus Prime in the new Transformers movies. Hmm. We covered him as well. We did, but I just want to talk about Optimus Prime and then all, <laughs> all of the. You're such. I think we've we've covered nerd. everybody here, haven't we? We covered Piglet as John Fiedler, uh, Michael Gold oh, as Gopher. I don't think we. I don't think we covered Gopher. Michael. Wait, Michael Goff as an Alfred. Michael Goff, the one in the Batman movies with Michael Keaton. That same Michael Goff? Correct. Holy crap. Hey, how about that? I think. Hold on. Nope. 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 He was in oh. Batman Arkham Origins as Captain James Gordon. Arkham That's still Asylum. still a Batman connection. That's cool. There is still a Batman connection. So <laughs> he was in The Mummy Returns, Punisher, Resident oh, Evil 4. Funny. Yeah. Nothing terribly big there. Christopher Wall. Walken. Christopher Robin. <laughs> <laughs> Will and Green. All right, so let's just Histories. jump into our histories with this. I gave my history. I love Winnie the Pooh. I saw this movie when I was way too old to have watched a Pooh movie by myself and still enjoyed it. It's adorable. Julia, you? Um. So the first and best part of this special I've seen, but it's been a long time since I've seen it. Um, no idea if it was on TV or Disney Channel or when I saw it or when I saw it, um, but I remembered it. Um, the second part with Rabbit and the Carrot and, and no, I didn't remember that at all. Um, so I don't know if once upon a time they broke these up. Did they? Do we know? Cause I know, I, I know the first Rabbit one for sure aired as an episode of the Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Yep. Okay, then that's likely what, where, and when I saw it. So I have a history with the first half, no history with the second half. And you love Pooh. I love Pooh, but Pooh was not a part of my upbringing, really. He was there, um, but like he wasn't my cartoon of choice. Um, but I like, I love Pooh. Like what's not to love, and I've, Eeyore's always been my favorite one. Um, but Pooh's voice is like the most soothing thing on the planet to me. It's Eeyore, like Valium. Eeyore is the one tattoo I'm trying to figure out a tattoo to get of him. He's like the one Disney tattoo I want to represent Disney in general for me. I yeah. just need like something that's not too cartoony. Like I sure. need to figure out the correct design for Eeyore. Mm -hmm. But uh, uh, I think like, you should get the. With the Eeyore in the tree as the angel would be a pretty, like get the Christmas tree with Eeyore in it would be pretty epic. I have a, I bought the new 2020 Eeyore ornament that Hallmark was selling this year where he has a Santa hat on his head and a rod over him. So he's dangling mistletoe in front of himself and it's very cute. And he's hanging out the tree currently. Oh, but, well, um, that is cute. Eeyore's I'd always, give him a smooch. Eeyore has always been my favorite. Like, and he's probably top 10 disney characters he's definitely like one mm -hmm. of the top ones for me to meet at disney world mm -hmm. like i love going to the breakfast at uh crystal palace mm -hmm. because they have Pooh and tigger and piglet and you're walking around and i i every trip i go down i have to go there at least once to see Eeyore, mm -hmm. at least but i always end up getting pictures with all of them but Pooh is a huge part of my upbringing i watched the new adventures of winnie the pooh i think at least in repeats because i remember so in high school, I used to get up at 6 a.m. for high school. And like while I was eating breakfast, the Disney Channel would always have the new adventures in Winnie the Pooh playing. So I'd always, as I'm eating my cereal, watch reruns of this in high school. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I just loved the TV show. 
Um, I, love, I just love Winnie the Pooh and all of his characters and his whole world and uh, his eternal optimism. Mm-hmm. And this movie, by the way, served as a series finale for the new adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Oh, okay. All right. And I have vivid memories of the first half of this film. I didn't remember the second half at all. So I don't know if that was an original episode of the show or not. It looked different. It, the animation did look a little different, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Which Pooh character do you most identify with? Eeyore. The depressive nature, yet there's still that spark of goodness and optimism in him. It's definitely Eeyore for me. That's no question. Julia? I'm probably more Pooh than anybody. You're definitely Pooh. That's who I would have picked mm-hmm. for you. <laughs> what about you? Tigger. Tigger? That you're Tigger? <laughs> Personality-wise, 100% Tigger. That makes sense. <laughs> I <love> that. <laughs> All over the place, not focused, you know. <laughs> the attention span of a goldfish. The Tigger movie, by the way, is heartbreaking. I'm just going to say that. The what? Remember the Tigger movie? I never saw it. Oh man, that movie made me cry. It still does. Mm. That has it's heartbreaking. Yeah. Anyway. Oh. And Julia, what did you watch before school in the mornings? Um, so I watched a lot of Sesame Street. Um, oh, I meant high school. And then I'm getting there. Okay. <laughs> there was probably some Grover sprinkled in, let's be honest. Um, I was a big Animaniacs fan, um, and I don't know if that was on in the morning or not, but I remember watching it. Um, I like to watch DuckTales. Um, as far as before high school, I did not watch television before school in the mornings. I had Saved by the Bell on in the mornings. Why not? Wake up in the morning. I've been more middle school, though. <laughs> Have you watched the reboot yet? To re- it doesn't interest me. It looks terrible. It's not, it's not good. Just like this movie. Oh, stop it. <laughs> All right, so let's do the first part of this movie, right? The storyline, yes. the the whole thing. Well, I think I went through the plot already. <laughs> this is such a tigger thing to do, Tom. I'm trying to remember where it starts. Hold on. It starts them in the present because both of these are flashback stories, technically, right? Right. Where Pooh's got a bunch of people coming over. It's Christmas Eve. Where he's he somehow has a, where he always, he's trying to set up the Christmas tree. Pooh's trying to set he up. He has a giant tree. tree inside of his tree. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which is epic. That's meta, dude. That is meta. Uh, while trying to set up his tree, he falls and breaks Piglet's gift, right? No, he doesn't break it. He just, he has it and everybody's coming over. It's like, he oh no, he breaks the time. Sh- and all breaks, of a sudden, yeah. Piglet's yeah. knocking on the door and he's like, oh crap, I got to hide this thing. Oh, I don't know why he has to hide the gift, by the way, because. Everybody else has their gifts in their hands. So why is he so concerned about hiding the gift? I was confused. (laughs) Because it's Winnie the Pooh. He has a few screws missing. (laughs) Let's be honest. Do y'all remember the Uh, Winnie the Pooh Yak's Blood? Oh, the Satan, Satan. How is this the second time that's just come up on this podcast? I know. (laughs) I don't know. You've talked about it before. I don't know why. It's just like, I can't, I've been, it's. That was like dawn of the internet type video. That was like early, early internet days. So everybody's trying to get in. Pooh's trying to hide Piglet's present. Rue finally says, why don't we just open up the door? And they do. But by this point, uh, Pooh is doing what Pooh does best, right? Eating honey? Yes. Yeah, eating honey. Uh, so they help Pooh finish decorating his tree. He has a problem. It's like a Coke addiction to him. <laughs> he has a problem. 
you know. The honey was it, calling to me. It makes them happier, right? <laughs> uh, that night they're talking and Rue is wondering if Santa's going to come. And that's when Rabbit starts telling the story of Winnie the Pooh. Wait, 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 wait. Before that, Tigger very excitedly wants to sing, right? Gets everybody all into Jingle Bells. Making Anthony's favorite character get so excited. Rabbit loves Tigger so much. So Rabbit starts telling the story of Winnie the Pooh and Christmas 2, which is the, the year Pooh forgot to add his name to the Christmas list. Santa, the letter to Santa, and they they track it back down. Mm-hmm. And everyone is pretty accommodating, by the way, when they track this letter down. <laughs> like rabbits, because there's stuff on it too, right? Well, but like rabbit is like, you've been such a good boy this year, Pooh. Let's put two pots of honeys on it for you too. And this made me laugh because Pooh is like, oh rabbit, that's so generous of you. <laughs> like he's not doing anything. Santa's delivering <laughs> honey. <laughs> They're all yeah. They, they are all start upping what what each other are gonna get right. They ask for all ask for better gifts. Spend any spending other people's money. I love it. Like they ask for a whole <laughs> condominium for Eeyore, right? Because he doesn't. Yeah, have that's house. right. <laughs> oh. So once the letter is completed, they task Pooh with sending it off again, and mm-hmm. then he goes to the top of this cliff where there's you know the directional weather vane, and uh, mm-hmm. he Santa's sleigh weather vane. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And he throws it to the wind, not realizing it's, well, it goes south, and the letter follows Pooh home. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so and Pooh is afraid that nobody's going to get anything now, right? Right. Yep. Feels like he's ruined it. So he's got to make it right. Fortunately, he's got everything he needs for a Santa Claus costume. Get Piglet to be his max. And Piglet is going to be his, his reindeer, which he doesn't even know the names of, we learn later. <laughs> which I think is cute. But... He makes everybody gifts. So Rabbit wanted a new fly swatter, right? Well, so, that's what he oh, wanted initially, but then he wanted... But then he, he got he, up. He then got Rabbit upgrade. was bloodthirsty. Like, I want this that will take care of those pests for good. Oh, those little caterpillars were so 90s. Oh, they were. So 90s I animation. Love I loved it. Before this, can we go back for a minute? They wake Gopher from hibernation, essentially, to chop down a Christmas tree. For <laughs> I him. love Gopher. <laughs> and the way they do it is they take an alarm clock and use a fishing pole, a fishing line to drop it down in his hole. Poor gopher. So mean. He's a good I sport. I he's super ticked. Yeah, do gophers but hibernate? Do gophers, is that a thing? Do gophers really hibernate? I have no clue. But I love the way he talks with whistling through his teeth as he's talking. And, uh, but he cuts down this giant tree in the forest, which they make him move only two, two feet from where it was. And they're in the middle of the forest, just decorated where it is. But of course, it's a joke. He's stumbling with the tree and then falls into his hole and the tree like gets planted in his hole. They're like, perfect, right there. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's- uh, j- just so we know, and we are correcting the science, the, the science here, gophers do not hibernate. They're active year round and they can be seen active at all hours of day or night. They usually live <laughs> alone as gopher does here within their burrowed systems except when females are caring for their young or during the breeding season. Interesting. Good to know. Tell us more, Mr. Science. It's good well, to animal know. animal science. Because knowledge minute. is minute. If that's not me being too contrarian. No, I don't. Um, judging from a review over you later, I would say you're the rabbit. <laughs> that's mean. You take that back. <laughs> too far. Tom, Tom, You've gone too far. <laughs> you are 100% taker of this podcast. I... <laughs> 
<laughs> cannot believe you would make that you would say that even as a joke anthony i i just <laughs> i don't really have words i feel hurt deeply <laughs> and i just kind of want to know what you have to say for yourself you're not rapping <laughs> you're you cut him real deep, Anthony. You did. I'm, I'm just taken aback now. I feel hurt. I just want to know what you could possibly have to say for yourself after being so hurtful to me, Anthony. And I'm a loser. Oh, there it is. <laughs> I feel better now, Anthony. Thank you for that. Thank you so much. Who <laughs> died? <laughs> Sent outfit. And his first stop is Tigger, right? And Tigger is, of course, awake. So Pooh, dressed as Santa, comes to the door and Tigger answers it. He's like, Sandy Claus, wait a minute, aren't you supposed to come to the chimney? And instead of just inviting him in, he shuts the door in his face and Pooh has to climb up this giant tree. I come down Ew. the chimney. Feels so bad for him. He's like, "Oh, bother!" <laughs> Climbing <laughs> up that snowy, blustery roof. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, he comes down the chimney. And what does he give him? Tigger got he got the the racket that he could tie on his tail oh, to bounce higher. No, yep, it's something Pooh made and an idea that Pooh had. But as mm -hmm. we all know, it's not going to work. So next he goes to Rabbit. Ragged, rabbit, Rabbit wanted to get rid of his caterpillar problem or worms or whatever they are because they had come in earlier and eaten all of the carrots off of his tree so he gives him makes him a what are those things called where you uh, pump out the yeah it's like an old school fumigator fumigator there we go that's yeah so he gives him a fumigator which is basically nothing more than a teapot <laughs> the tube attached yeah. to the end of it of course, again, this does not work. He gives Eeyore so, a suitcase for his house. That's for home. Eeyore's home is a suitcase. Okay, so this is but what the, they so, irate with Rabbit. These people are so ungrateful. They think this is the real Santa Claus and go after him like an angry mob. Well, we I didn't know, talk about what happened so to them mean. yet, right? All he, their stuff breaks and doesn't work. Yeah, so... Rabbit lets all the caterpillars come in and he's going to poison them to death. But his poison shooter doesn't work and the, the pot falls apart and nothing, nothing works. Eeyore is, sets up his new house, which again is a suitcase, and it collapses on him and traps Eeyore inside. And it's Aww. just sad. Tigger goes to the jump and just falls straight through the snow. A tennis racket does not make a good sn snowshoe. So as Anthony says, we've got the we've got the lynch mob with the pit, with the with their torches ready to go. The lynch they are a lynch mob, and they go after Pooh, thinking he's the real Santa. And they're like, if you're the real Santa, prove it and fly. So he calls Piglet a bunch of random reindeer names that are not the actual Santa's reindeer. And Piglet tries to run with the sleigh up the hill. <laughs> they go sliding backwards and crash. And it's revealed it's Winnie the Pooh. And they can't figure out why Winnie the Pooh did this. So Pooh explains about the letter. If they basically tell him to go resend the letter, another failed attempt, but then they have sort of Linus moment where his friends say he's more important than... Which is a presents. very, very nice moment. Well, yeah, because him resending the letter is like him hand-delivering it, practically. It's him yeah, leaving. They, it's literally on... him in the snow, like trekking up yeah. to the North Pole. Yeah. Yeah. 
And they realize while they're waiting there that they were selfish jerks and Piglet is like distraught and it's Piglet's distraught state that, you know, then Eeyore's like, yeah, I miss him too. And then, you know, Tigger's like, well, yeah, you too. And so does Rabbit. And then they realize that, you know, what the best gift of all is. So Pooh comes back failing to deliver this letter because of the winds and the snow. They say, you're more important than gifts. And then Christopher Robin shows up at their present. Yes. And has a sweet moment. And then they back in the present, Rabbit want. finishes the story and Pooh comes in dressed as Santa again with a sack of toys for everyone. So cute. Very cute. It was so very cute. cute. They let him, they let you him guys aren't fans of Piglet, though, are you? Did this come up before? Not even a little bit. He wasn't as I, annoying in this one as he is in some of them to me. I love Piglet. He's a worry wart. Exactly. Nope. Any favorite quote? I liked Winnie the Pooh's names for the reindeer. On lawn chair, on badminton, up, up and away. <laughs> I also loved Eeyore's gleeful reaction when Winnie the Pooh comes back and he's like, hooray, how wonderful. <laughs> it was adorable. I This probably came up before, but we've all, do we all like that Christopher Robin movie, the live action one? Yes. Yes. With oh, Ewan McGregor? God. Yes. First of all, that movie is awesome. Second of all, how awesome did they bring them to life? Like the stuffed animals? Oh, they were amazing. And I loved Ear in that movie too. Like how the one business associate at the end is like, the donkey's staring at me. But I mean, Brad Garrett was like the perfect voice of the year too. Like he just mm-hmm. has that natural voice. Oh yeah. yeah I don't cool. know that I have any favorite quotes or scenes other than I really like the nostalgia is really high with this one not because I've seen it so many times and can quote it and write it's a part of my canon or anything but it's the 90s animation and it makes me feel like cozy because that's childhood to us right yep that just the way it looks we've talked about it before I love that about this one and it felt Christmassy even though oh, there were really no did. lights or anything, like it was like just a constant snow and the crap gifts mm-hmm. and it felt very Christmassy. It did. Um, <laughs> I have a quote. That's when Rabbit and Tigger are finding Eeyore in the suitcase, and Rabbit was like, Santa was supposed to bring you a new home. And Eeyore's like, he did a mobile home. <laughs> <laughs> and when Tigger opens the door for Santa Claus, that's him. Hmm. I always thought he'd be taller. <laughs> I thought it was very it was cute I had like I second where you say Julia it was very nostalgic this one mm-hmm. so then we go to Christmas morning in the present and everyone's out playing in the snow and we have a flashback again with the jingle bells a tie back to Tigger doing jingle bells to make Rabbit happy again Rabbit ends up taking Tigger's jingle bells away Throws them away into a tree stump. Rabbit is a piece of work. He's a real segment. piece of work. Yes. He, yes. He's, he's a joy. I think he's a joy kill. That's the best word for rabbit. You know who he's rabbit really is? Awful. You know who rabbit is? He's Dale in Stars Hollow. That's exactly who rabbit is. Oh. That is who rabbit is. Oh, he is. He is. He's That's the man it. that nobody wants. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> oh. uh, later Pooh gets a Christmas present I'm trying to remember was it Piglet that gives him the honey next okay Piglet gives him the honey right yeah. but isn't this also the one where Piglet's like 
you didn't get me anything. Yes. Which is an awkward thing to say. I'm sorry. I would never be able to bring that up. Like to my friend, like if I saw one of you guys like the day after Christmas or something, I wouldn't be like, hey, so I never got a gift from you guys. <laughs> That's pretty ballsy. <laughs> it is. Especially he's for like, Piggot. Nothing. Piglet. Oh. <laughs> and he's yeah. like, hold on, hold on, because he's convinced he got him something. He runs back in the house. Right. And then Piglet has the audacity to say, oh, it doesn't matter. Well, then why'd you bring it up, Piglet? Then That's why right. did you bring right. it up, Piglet? That's right. Tell you what. Thank you. Some people. Some people. <laughs> Some piglets. People have the audacity to complain about rabbit. <laughs> I, thought you, I thought you liked piglet. <laughs> I do, but I thought okay. I was... <laughs> piglet. How do you like piglet? She's Pooh's best friend. I don't care. They really are like bosom friends. I mean, this show. There's a anybody that's that the... an Anna Green Gables fan, they really are like bosom friends. I mean, there's a reason the Christopher Robin movie brought Pooh, Piglet, Tigger, and Eeyore out into the real world. Those are like the four yeah. core yeah. toys. They're the OG. This is where Christopher Robin's going to have the party. We're getting ready for a party. A New Year's party. New Year's Eve party. Yeah. And Pooh, Did- as a good friend, volunteers at Rabbit's house. <laughs> yes. Now, just- I'm going to tell you all a story about our 2040 group at church. There's a guy there in there, my friend Dustin and I are the first people to nominate our friend AB's house for everything, <laughs> including parties when AB's not home. And uh, he seems to be okay with it. So I, I in this regard, I, I, I associate with Pooh. Oh my God. I wanted to ask you guys about Christopher Robin real quick. Are we Christopher Robin fans? He always annoyed the crap out of me. He's I liked a, him in this. He's sweet. Mm-hmm. He just always annoyed me. I never liked him. I kind of liked him Pooh's Grand Adventure where they thought he got kidnapped by the skull. That was an adorable movie. I love that movie. You have you seen it, Julia? A little you dark. Must have seen I don't that think one. so. It was I school. mean I might have, I just don't remember. He, le- he left a note saying he was going to school, but he left it with a pot of honey for Pooh and honey dripped all over it and made the words all smudged so they thought he was kidnapped by a skull. skull. So they went out uh, of their commission <laughs> to find him. Oh, that sounds delightful. <laughs> it's adorable. It's adorable. And it even features Owl, who I hate. How do you hate Owl? I knew <laughs> you were an Owl fan. You're essentially Owl on this podcast. <laughs> Which is it? Am I Owl or am I Rabbit? Which other awful character am I? <laughs> you just said you liked Owl, so you should take it as a compliment. But you don't like them, so you're using him as an insult. You're more Owl than Rabbit, so you're welcome. I make up fake facts all the time and pretend I know things I don't? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> Anyway, so they volunteered Rabbit's house, and Rabbit is pissed off, to say the least. Ticked. Because he, first of all, he's easily annoyed by these people on any given day, but now he has this baby carrot he got for Christmas that he's trying to grow, and he's worried that, about his life, essentially. Just so weird. It's so weird. It's so like he has a basic misunderstanding house, of agriculture. Which is weird, because he's a farmer, and he's got like a I know. Garden. I know it. It's very confusing. <laughs> I don't understand. So he's sick of Tigger's bouncing. He's sick of Piglet's worry wartness. He's sick of Eeyore's depression. He's just sick of Winnie the Pooh's honey obsession in general. So he threatens to, to move, uh, to leave the Hundred Acre Wood. And his friend man's packing his house for honey. For Again, honey! He's jonesing and he's got to get his fix. <laughs> 
understand what happened. They they fundamentally misunderstand why Rabbit is angry. So they they don't think the problem is of their personalities necessarily. It's just that they exhibit these personality traits. So I actually really like this. They decide to act as one another. So Eeyore was my favorite. He comes in with a big old smile. <laughs> Eeyore was terrifying in this one. <laughs> with his weird scary smile. with his teeth. <laughs> yeah. He comes in as Winnie the Pooh. Hi, rabbit. Do you have any honey for me? <laughs> and it was awful. <laughs> and then Piglet comes in bouncing like Tigger. They're all trying to be each other. It's just, it's creepy. Tigger tries to be. <laughs> Tigger tries to be what? He tries to be Eeyore? Eeyore. Eeyore. And he even tied a rock to his tail so he wouldn't so get drag. bounce around. Yeah, but it also went down like Eeyore's does. Eeyore's tail, Eeyore's tail drags. The whole thing oh, is no, just... No, 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 no. No, Tigger tried to be Piglet. Pooh tried to be Eeyore. Okay, right, right, right. But he still got his tail down so that he can't hop or bounce. Yep. Bouncing's what yeah. Tiggers do best. <laughs> and they all come to Rabbit thinking this will solve all their problems problems make him want to stay but instead they just annoy the crap they not only annoy him they terrify the guy like who's so confused about what's going on and he rabbit ends up throwing everyone at right he gets he, really upset as the rabbit does rabbit rabbit's probably got high blood pressure and needs some medicine here so rabbit actually goes to leave but while he leaves he try he falls off a cliff i thought I was glad he's wearing a scarf and he gets tangled in a tree. And I was glad when you see him, they changed the scarf to be around his waist because I thought he, that guy was going to hang himself. He was dangling from the tree by his scarf. And of course, his friends save him. Yes, they do. They save him by being themselves, right? Tigger hops up, you know, etc. And yeah. they all head back to Rabbit's house to prepare for the party. We see Rabbit make a grand gesture for Rabbit, right? Rabbit make a gesture for rabbit? That doesn't surprise like it, me. It's a it's a grand gesture for rabbit to make. Oh, for rabbit. Yes, oh. yes, yes, yes. He gives Tigger back the jingle bells that drive him nuts. Yep. And then and then Pooh, sweet old Pooh remembers at this party where he put Piglet's gift. He didn't forget Piglet. <laughs> and he runs home, runs home through the snow in the middle of the night, grabs a honey jar, and runs back, falling over a rock in the process, and comes home. He has piglet honey jar. For a minute, you're thinking he got piglet honey. Really? This guy's right. forcing his drug on somebody else now. But really, the <laughs> honey was essentially the wrapping, the gift bag. And inside of it's a cute little music box. He gives to piglet. Yeah. And piglet says, Pooh is a greater gift than the music box. Again, we, we learn the same lesson. Friendship is important. Yeah. And everyone sings. Old Lang Syne. To celebrate the new year as it hits midnight, all these five-year-olds are up way past your bedtime and the special ends. This was not as good as the first segment. It was no. cute, though. I, I, like, I did like the way how they tried to switch personalities. I thought that was That was adorable. Fun. Ear with a poo shirt on is just... <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a hard time. I think, for whatever reason, Eeyore becoming bipedal just bothers me. All the rest of them are bipedal. <laughs> oh my god yeah when he started walking into the house on two feet that was yeah. really weird he was just so unsettling yep like all over to me well with like teeth really bothers me two teeth when he smiled <laughs> he, i mean was, he he took on he took on a disney horse a disney animated horse right like you would see in old disney 90s ones he looked like one of those and that was yeah, wrong yeah 
It was wrong. It was. It was, it was and him happy is just so uncomfortable to me. <laughs> it just felt wrong. And it would have rotten rabbit where his his first immediate response is you love me so much to change everything about yourselves jerk face right mm-hmm. right he was a rabbit yeah well, not, my, not a fan not my stuffed animal hashtag not my stuffed animal no i've had the honor of seeing all the original toys inspired aa mills stories Ooh. in person They're where are near, they at new york library oh that's really? so neat I don't know if they're still there. They might have been on loan when I sent them, but yeah, I saw them all. And they are ratty, considering how old they are. I can imagine. But I mean, they were loved, huh? I mean, they look exactly like I did want to touch them. (laughs) 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 uh, But obviously, they were behind glass and everything. And uh, yeah, they looked exactly like rattier versions of like the opening of the special where you see the toys in the playroom before you go to the book. That's exactly what they looked like. So, not a lot like the uh, movie, the Christopher Robin movie? No. That's unfortunate. That's how I've had him pictured. Probably yeah, me too. Uh, do we have quotes for this one? Nope. <laughs> I do. I don't really have quotes. I do. <laughs> it's when uh, they're all acting differently and ears like, why, hello, Pooh Bear. Whatever are you looking for? Well, I certainly wasn't looking for uh, honey. Well, that's fortunate because I just discovered the last little honeypot, much to my delight. I couldn't be happier for you, even if I could be happier for you. No honey, <laughs> no hope of any honey, not even any hope of any hope of any honey. Pooh Bear, I have this funny feeling. Whatever could it be? I'm not. Sh- I'm sure I wouldn't know. Think, think, think. Why, I believe it's the honey that gives me this funny feeling. And stop some rumbly in my tummy. Again, Jones is so mean. It's it's so weird. It's it's so mean. Rubbing it in. That's all I have, though. All right, we're ready to rank it as a single thing. I'm going six point five. Coming in at a six. I'm coming in at an eight, which gives us a six point eight three. This is our first one that ranked in the middle of the pack, right? Pretty much. These have all been a wide really swing. high or really low. No, I guess we had Elmer, uh, Elmer, Emmett Otters. And that puts us at number 16 on the list, our TV list, between Toy Story, That Time Forgot, and All of the Other Reindeer. So I, I want to visit, I want to revisit All of the Other Reindeer right now. We've read the book. I freaking love the book. It is so much better than the movie. I rewatched the movie and I'm still disappointed with what they did with it. It could have been so much better. That book is awesome. The art, mm-hmm. the storyline. It's written. I love the book. It's on the. It's a. It's in the top of my Christmas reading list now. Well, nice for people under five feet tall. Ellie wants to read it every night now. She loves it too. So we did get some feedback on the special. Oh yeah, what do people say about it? I can't find the feedback, but essentially, I know Jerry Davila said that his daughter loved daughter's favorite. Oh, that's right. And Ron, President, said his daughter also enjoyed it. Yeah, Jerry also called his daughter out and said that he thinks she secretly still loves this, but won't admit it. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't we also get a review, Tom? Uh, I was going to let you have this one, Anthony. (gasps) I know you're chomping at the bit. I'm I'm not. I'm chomping at the bit to disprove this review, to dispute this review. But in in fairness, we do read all our reviews, (laughs) positive and negative. So this review... (laughs) 
<laughs> You're really torn up by it. I can tell. I can tell, this is, I can tell it really makes it really bums you out, man. First of all, it, it wasn't a bad review. We got three stars. Three, we star. three stars, which is pretty <laughs> similar. I mean, it's not far from two thirds, right? Two thirds approval of the show. It's a. We got three stars from Jacob Bean thirteen, who wrote. Who, I think I'm pretty. I feel pretty confident he's in our. Uh, I think I think Jacob is in our uh, Facebook group. Yeah, Jacob Bean thirteen, who t- who titled. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what's funny here, Anthony. I don't think you're gonna be able to do it. No, I, I, um, I messaged you. We talked about this. Um, who titled? Who titled his review? You can't do it. You can't. He titled, do it. he titled his review. Get rid of Tom, and you have a show. Get rid of Tom, and you have a show. But I don't know who he's speaking about because uh, I don't know who a Tom without an H is. Right. Who is this Tom? Who is this Tom? But Jacob went on to write, the show is mostly great. Two third hosts, two out of three hosts are able to offer reasonable critiques of the holiday class. <laughs> okay. Here, Anthony, just share the screen with me. I'll read it. It'll probably sound, people will probably enjoy hearing me read this. Anyway. I've got it. I've got it. No, I'll I've read it. it. I'll read it. Can you share the screen? I'll read my review, the review about me. Uh, I just don't have it on me. Is it in, it's in Discord. It's in Discord, our channel. Yeah. I'm glad it's bringing Anthony so much joy though. Not. This whole thing is just I'm funny glad- that people are so outspoken this way. I'm glad that my pain is your gain. Uh, wait, wait till you finish reading the review and I dispute this. Get rid of Tom and you have a sh- and you have a show he's not saying a great show he's just saying we have a show which i don't feel is really fair because even with me we still have a show uh the show is mostly great two-thirds of the hosts are able to offer reasonable critiques of the holiday classics while also providing some comedy tom drags everything down with his negativity and pompous attitude you know i used to think the naysaying friend in the group was providing a necessary point of view but over time i've come to realize all that point of view offers is avoiding any real conversation because we would rather get bogged down in negativity and laugh off the intolerance of views outside their own. Tom offers valid points sometimes, but I'm over his brand of reviewing. All opinions are valid until the one with the opinion is predictably contrarian. Get rid of Tom and you have a show. Thank you for leaving a review, Jacob. And you are entitled to a free Tis the Podcast sticker for leaving a review. So message us on the Facebook group and we will get your sticker to you. I don't know. Maybe you'd like to cut a third of it off, the sticker off, and say two-thirds of the sticker is great. Uh, And you can put that on your laptop and people can say, hey, what happened to the rest of your sticker? Well, one-third of the podcast needs to go to make it a a show. So I would like to rebut this review. First of all, I don't know who Tom without an H is. We have a Tom with an H. Number one. Number two, I read this review to Sarah, and she is convinced that he mixed up me and you, because she's like, this describes you. I don't know what she's talking He's talking about Tom. Even if he is, like, you know, part of what I like about our dynamic, I don't know, I feel self-aggrandizing doing this. I feel like I'm, I'm somehow conflating his review with our opinions and whatever. But I feel part of what, what, what makes this fun is that we do have differences of opinions. Um, and in all fairness, the contrarian could award kind of goes back and forth weekly. <laughs> that's so well, that's I, what Sarah said. She was like, but aren't you the one who's known as Angry Anthony? Or are you the contrarian? And I was like, I'm surprised no one's called me out in a review yet. 
<laughs> okay, if he's talking about you, then that goes from being funny to me to just plain making me angry. <laughs> Jacob, everyone's entitled to their own opinion, but Jacob, I can guarantee you we would not have a show without any of the three of us. The three of us together create the magic, at least in my opinion. I agree. Yeah. I wouldn't want to do it without y'all. Yeah, I wouldn't either. I know we joke about running. I know we've joked a few times about looking for replacements, but I, I, uh, I know Tom and Julia have, have joked about replacing me with Jerry. It's <laughs> but. Uh, unfortunately, people could not read the, could, did not hear y'all reading the cards I sent y'all, where, uh, where y'all sent <laughs> us, where we all talked about how great everybody was. Um, <laughs> it's fine. You know, not everybody's, you know, the thing that gets me is not everybody's going to like everybody else. Um, and there are podcasts that I don't listen to because I don't, I don't jive with, with maybe one of the hosts or something. And I'm not talking to Christmas podcasts, I'm talking podcasts in general. But I think if the argument is that you don't like somebody because they're too negative, to write a negative review about somebody just feels very meta right yeah i don't know i just don't get how you could still give the show three stars out of five and not like one of the hosts the three of us are the show not so much the content you know what i mean like people tune in to listen to our banter not like so much for the movies we have been accused of being under research so i definitely don't think they tune in for the information about the movies oh man so guys can you believe we are officially like next week we're in the new year we're in 2021 can you guys believe that no we're at nope. the start of the long countdown again one day what? less than last year's that's true this year's <laughs> we do have exciting stuff coming up too right we do have exciting stuff coming up really good content a- coming up to get you through january and not very good content coming up to get you through january <laughs> There's that contrarian view. Next week, we're doing Holiday Inn, which is the movie that inspired the classic White Christmas, which we've already covered. So you may (laughs) want to go back and listen to the White Christmas episode before you listen to Holiday Inn, which we will be doing next week, which will be a positive experience compared to maybe some other stuff that we'll have throughout January. (laughs) I know he's not talking about the week after that, because the week after that, we are covering the new Netflix 2020 original stop-motion animated film, Done by John Favreau of Elf, Alien Xmas, based on the children's book of the same name. If you haven't, if you haven't watched that yet, especially if you have kids, you should, because it's worth your time. I'm not going to give away my views on that movie, but watch it. Anthony's I'll be excited. Fond of this movie. I'll be excited to see what other people think of these two movies. Where can people let us know what they think of these movies or the hosts in general, like Jacob Bean did, Julia? Well, we have a bunch of different social media outlets and you can get to them all in one easy place. You just go to tisthepodcast.com backslash Facebook, Facebook groups, Twitter, Reddit, Instagram, we're there too. Um, And you can come and you can talk to us there. You can talk about us there. (laughs) You can talk with other fans of the show and just other fans of Christmas in general. Um, uh, Give us your ideas for movies that you would like to see us cover and let us know when you're working through our backlog if you have an episode that you really like or a movie you really like. Um, We have another place where you can get extra content. Patreon, tisthepodcast.com slash Patreon, whereas for as little as a dollar per month, you can get bonus episodes. We have a whole host of bonus stuff up there now with the holiday season dying down, sadly, already. January, February, March, those are all long months. I'm sure we will get, we're going to try to keep our goal next year that we succeeded at this year, at least one episode a month. We overachieved that goal this year. Next year, we hope to at least get one a month including January, we really will kick off Batman the Long Halloween and cover up through the new year and then take it month by month. 
for show. And I am still very excited. I feel like we've been talk- we've been promising that a lot, a lot. Yeah, but now with the holiday, we're trying to get all the bonus holiday stuff. Now we're back into the slower months. <laughs> and speaking of slower months, I have some news for y'all, and it's not necessarily the best news. We have eight thousand seven hundred and twelve hours until Christmas. I yeah yeah, that is three hundred and sixty-three days, y'all. It's fifty-one weeks. 51 episodes of Tis a Podcast till Christmas comes again. I mean, let's look at this the bright side, right? In two weeks, we're already out of the 50s. So that's something. And it's 2021, and it can't be worse than 2020. Please stop saying that. I really don't like people saying that. (laughs) It could be worse. And it's not a leap year, so it's a day shorter than last year was. And look how fast, honestly, last year went. With all of us as one big community. So we'll get through it. We'll be here for y'all. So having said that, do your homework. Watch White Christmas. I'm sorry, Holiday Inn. And uh, <laughs> we'll speak to you next week. Bye, y'all. Happy New Bye. Year. I've got to get going. I'm going to see a friend of mine. He's round and he's fuzzy. I love him because he's just Boo Bear Winnie the Boo Bear. Looking for fun. Chasing some interrupted me so now i gotta find where i was yeah oh i'm sorry like we never do this every week uh i wasn't planning to host he did it out of the goodwill and kindness of his heart to you i did and this asked. is how i'm getting treated anthony <laughs> i'm getting really good at the inner tom thank you julia let's be honest i'm when, when, you, when are you gonna start myself. channeling the inner me against i don't know <laughs> she doesn't cuss so that's not gonna happen <laughs> All of so Anthony, much easier. All of inner Anthony is is expletives. <laughs> <laughs>